I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, Finding Yourself in Life's Little Moments. Hi, dear listener. So I'm sitting at home on the outskirts of Sydney, Australia, on a cool, rainy night. And it's been raining all day, which really, in the end, is a blessed thing. Throughout this whole past summer, this country has been besieged by bushfires. And then, finally, the rain began. And it's continued to rain fairly regularly and often heavily. So, tonight is a rainy night and I'm here thinking more about the phenomenon of sound. In the previous podcast that I made, I talked about sound and how sound in a sense really is at the beginning and the, and the end, you know, it's kind of the alpha and the omega of life of creation, of all that we know. And I was thinking about one of my favorite philosophers and thinkers and visionaries, a man named Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, a French Jesuit priest. He was a very interesting dear listener because he wasn't just a priest. He was also a paleontologist. What that means is that he examined the remains of human life. And in his case, that occurred out on the plains of central China back in the early part of the 1900s. And he, I think, was compelled by the sense of the continuity of life and of the way, way, way past human life as it occurred and unfolded over many eons on this planet. I can't help but think of my little student whom I mentioned before and how she interrupted her piano lesson. You see, I teach piano and I have a lot of really wonderful little students and she interrupted her lesson to share with me something that she'd heard that day at school. And she said, you know, Jessica, it's amazing. The earth is the perfect distance from the sun. It's the perfect distance from the sun. 
the distance that it is from the sun allows it to have everything we know on it, all of life. And if it was just a little bit further from the sun, or just a little bit closer, nothing that we know of would exist here. And she said, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. So, my dear inspiring person, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, was himself inspired by the phenomenon of life on Earth as it has unfolded over eons of time. But he didn't just reach back into the past. He reached way far forward into the future. And he seemed to be captivated and compelled and imbued with the vision a vision of life, a life on earth that he called the divine milieu, French word, he was French, a kind of realm in which love is the prevailing reality and what that actually means, you see. What's amazing to me is how he speaks about sound in the light of that divine milieu. How sound has a very particular quality. You know, I think about what I shared in my previous podcast about how sound is associated with creation. The Word of God, the Spirit of the creative force that has given rise to everything we know, including ourselves. So, this wonderful man, visionary, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, he talks about sound way far in the future in this divine milieu this realm of existence that is enlivened and carried on and as the force of love you know I can't help but I can't help but remember back to 9-11, the tragedy of the World Trade Center, the destruction of that place and many thousands of lives. I was not that far from New York at that time. 
And I know, you see, that um, it seemed to affect everybody in almost the same way, which was that they were moved to express their feeling of love for those nearest and dearest to them, and maybe others too. And I'll always remember calling my mom, you know, to talk with her as that was all happening. And words became very simple, dear listener. They became very simple. In a experience like that, And really the thing that I wanted to say and was compelled to say and felt that was really all I could say was, I love you. I love you. And that seemed to carry everything. That was the beginning and the end of it. That was the Alpha and the Omega. That was all that needed to be said and everything that could be said. So I read you a little bit now from a book that this wonderful Jesuit priest wrote called The Divine Milieu, and it's a little bit of writing in this this book. And he talks about sound. He talks about sound, and he says... At the center of the divine milieu, all the sounds of created being are fused. All the sounds of created being are fused without being confused. So when you think about that, dear listener, it's quite amazing what he's saying. All the sounds of created being. So think about what that really means. Think about what created being means. It means everything we know and ourselves. All the sounds of the world are fused together. But without being confused. In other words, they still maintain in some paradoxical, extraordinary way their individuality, and yet they're fused into one. And he says, they're fused in a single note which dominates and sustains them. So all the powers of the soul begin to resound in response to its call. And these multiple tones, in their turn, compose themselves into a single, ineffably simple vibration in which all the spiritual nuances, and here, dear listener, he lists these qualities that are generally actually thought of to be opposite of one another, to be distinct and 
different, profoundly different from one another, from each other. But he says that all these tones in their turn compose themselves into a single ineffably simple vibration in which all the spiritual nuances, all these qualities that I'll list here for you, of love and of the intellect. So in other words, that would be heart and mind, often thought of as separate and distinct from each other. Of zeal and of tranquility. Of fullness and of ecstasy. Of passion and of indifference. So those are two very, very different qualities. Of assimilation and of surrender. Of rest and of motion. All of these things are born and pass and shine forth according to the times and the circumstances like the countless possibilities of an inward attitude inexpressible and unique. So what he is trying to convey here, dear listener, is something really very beautiful. He's talking about a phenomenon, a reality, a realm in which everything that we've thought of as distinct and different, as opposite qualities, things that are often considered the antithesis of each other, the opposite of each other, things that generally don't we don't imagine to exist in the same breath, in the same experience, you know, in the same reality. All these things are reconciled in this incredible way where they form this beautiful, singular sound. And they're fused into that sound at the same time, not losing their individuality. It's quite incredible. Quite incredible. Sound is, and music I'm going to say here now, is the closest thing I think we've got. It's that which connects us most distinctly and ineffably and powerfully the other side, to that which is intangible and yet unspeakably beautiful, that which is the core, the source of faith, what we will call, call faith. And, you know, I think of music and I think of this sort of distinctive billboard that I would see when I would drive often a few years ago back and forth between Massachusetts where I lived at that time in the hills to New York City and on the way there was this billboard that somebody put up seemingly 
by their own initiative. It didn't advertise a product at all. It advertised a thought, a sentiment. And that sentiment was, when words fail, music speaks. When words fail, music speaks. And you know, in the 37 plus years that I've been teaching music to people, all walks of life, all ages, backgrounds, I mean, really, the gamut, practically, of humanity has sort of sat with me at the keyboard and created music, improvised music in duet, or each person, a person has created their own music. But the one thing you see that I always say, and that all my students know, is that in the end, the last note is the most important. That's what is remembered by anyone who may be listening to that person play. It's the last vibration to be released, generated and released into the ethers, into the atmosphere, into the great expanse that we call Earth. And like a drop forming ripples in a pool of water, that last note resonates, emanates, vibrates, its vibration ripples out in circles, concentric circles, out, 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 out. And it's just incredible, you know, really, to hear a young person, maybe someone who's just six, a student of mine who's just six, or even less, five or seven, feel that significance, feel the significance and be able to express it and express it. The meaning and the beauty of that last note. And I just had a young student today play, maybe he was eight or nine, and he paused before that last note and then played it. Having understood the meaning and significance of what he was doing. So it's a very beautiful thing, dear listener. Sound is a very beautiful thing. And I guess I would just say that sound can affect us really and be expressive of the gamut of realities. And I feel now, you know, at this time, it's really important for the sound, the sounds that we hear, expose ourselves to, and express, be 
as wonderful and special and beautiful as possible, as deeply considered as possible, as conscious as possible. Because we live in a pivotal time. And what we do, I believe, will have an enormous impact. We may not realize it, but I do believe it. That what we choose to do can help create now and into the future that very reality, that divine milieu that Pierre Teilhard de Chardin talked about. That we can start now to generate on this earth a realm of love and beauty and goodness and delight, real delight. So, dear listener, thank you for being there as always. I really appreciate it. Like I said in my previous podcast, you make the circle complete, you know. The sound would be nothing without the person who receives it and feels that. The music would be nothing without the listening ear. And that listening ear is not a passive thing, you see. It's part of what makes this whole thing possible, this new, beautiful reality. When we hear these beautiful things and feel them in our hearts, in our souls, you know, the sound is, it's wonderful important. So I sign off tonight and thank you for listening. It's really a great and special (laughs) joy to share these things with you. And um, I wish you the very, very best wherever you are. Bless you now and always. Now and always. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.